0: From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the five minute basketball
1: coaching podcast with our host, Steve Collins.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Uh, Before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you like these resources, if you like them being free, if you like them five days a week along with Coach Unplugged in High School Hoops, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what keeps the lights on. It's one way for you to repay us. And also leave a five-star review. We love those. Let's head off the podcast. Today we're gonna talk, we're gonna give you a short little clip about an eight minute clip of office hours for things that we do in teachhoops.com. So come over and join us. Um, Office hours, one-on-one calls, all those great things that uh, you can be part of. Uh, Also go over and check out Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. You will not be disappointed. Uh, Go over and check them out. And like I said yesterday, go over and subscribe and like to our, to our podcast and, and leave a review. I read every one of them. I would really appreciate them If you like these podcasts, it's, it's one way that you can give get back to the podcast and uh, give back to our community. So go over and check that out. And let's head all to the podcast. All right. Hi everybody. No one's shown up yet. It's six o'clock. So what I'm going to do is answer a couple questions that, um, TeachHoops.com members had, and then if someone jumps in here, we'll uh, we'll take their questions too. Um, question number one: Best way to get kids to watch the ball and defense in man-to-man so they can switch and rotate? So I always talk about happy fingers. So when I'm teaching when I'm teaching um, them to be able to watch the ball, I always make them point to the ball and to their man. Um, if you ever come to one of my practices, you'll hear me say "butt to the basket." Um, cause a lot of times they'll get turned and you all, it <laughs> doesn't matter where you're on the court. You want your butt to the basket, um, cause you want to protect the rim. Um, but as far as them being able to watch the ball on defense, you know, I'm always, I'm always having them point at the ball and their man, especially when they're starting out, it's kind of like, you know, like the old wild, wild West with two guns, there kind of thing and always have them pointing. Um, and that will, that will allow them to get kind of those rotations and to be able to see things. Um, from both ends to be able to see both, um, the ball and their man. And that's why they call it ball, you man. It's that small little triangle that you always make. Um, but butt to the basket is a big, is a big teaching point that I think, um, coaches at any level can do. You always want your butt to the basket. You always want to be as low as the lowest man. Um, so those things, that's question number one. Number two is, um, how do you get young players, um, to, Hey uh to fill the ball and to read and react um so I think that question, coach, I'm answering a couple of questions here that I had people email me um how to get young players to fill the to the ball and read and react? so what I do is I use painter's tape to put um all the spots on the floor um and then when it's a lot easier for them to fill those specific spots, so I'm always talking about. Um, it doesn't really even matter what offense you probably have key spots that you want them to be in. Um, but, uh, so I, I use painter's tape cause you can put that on basically any floor and rip it up and it won't do any damage to it. Um, and I use like five for, for me, for read and react, whether we're doing five out zero in or four out one in, um, I'll put those, I'll put those X's down and I'm always kind of emphasizing, um, that they get to one of those spots my guys don't even do that and you know we've been running it for a long for a long time um waiting for cutters so when we when we teach read read and react we're basically i've i've simplified it down to you pass you cut and you find somebody to screen it is literally that simple um so you pass to to one and obviously they got to fill the spot so we were just talking about uh but you know it's 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 not a, if you watch NBA or NCAA, it's a pretty, most of them are pretty simple offenses. Um, You know, there's ball screens, there's horn sets, there's all those different things. But uh, what you really want to do is, um, you know, what do you do? If you have the ball, if you don't have the ball, you should be moving and and filling a spot. Um, If you do have the ball and you pass it, then you're going to cut to the basket. We've shortened that cut to one or two steps. Um, And then the next thing is, uh, so you pass, you, you, you cut, and then you, we either, we set some sort of screen at that point. Um, so those are, the, those are the f- things I'm just answering some questions that people asked before my audio isn't working. All right. Here, Eric, um, uh, what are your thoughts on attacking a box in one when the one is our point guard? Uh, or, or if it's a big, so we had that, we actually had this problem a couple ways. So, um, I like to, to do two things when someone's running a box and one at me, I, I, I bring them toward the ball. (laughs) Um, so if it's a point guard, then I'm going to bring somebody up and screen and I'm going to make them make choices. Um, you can also use them as a decoy and get them away. Um, and then basically play a four on four game. Now, it depends on what kind of box and one that they're running. If they're running one, then they're full denying. Um, then I, I tend to put them, you know, I, I'll either have them uh, ball screen. I'll have them do something with the guy that that doesn't. So if they're if you're being boxed and one and they're following, let's say they're following me around, I might come set a ball screen and then make them make a decision. What are you going to do? Are you going to help on that ball screen or are you not going to help on that ball screen? So I'll I'll bring them to the ball sometimes. I'll also you know put them in a corner um put them in a high and basically do a four four out um if it's a big it would work the same way um the question is can you win if that person doesn't score and hopefully the answer is yes <laughs> um if you can't then you have to get some motions where they can get some some screens um to be able to get open uh because if you're screening the person that's being boxed in one Again, people are going to have to make decisions. Are they going to help on it? Or is that person just chasing in, in full denial? So um, I think those are the two things that I've done in the past that have worked really well. I, I love when people box in one or triangle in two because then it becomes a, a, a four-man game at that point. Uh, so I'm okay with that. It's just if, it, if it's your point guard and they're bringing it up, I would definitely do think, think like a horn set where you put two guys at the elbow. Maybe set some ball screens. That way they can kind of – they're basically playing one-on-one and you're, you're guarding me, great. Um, and then how are those guys in the top of the box going to react? Are they going to help on that really good player or are they not going to help? Um, and then the person that's kind of setting that screen on the top of the box in one um, can, can roll, can, can – because there's going to be space. Um, what we have done too is um, kept them at the top and just run, kind of run a motion where we got everybody kind of cutting through that zone. Cause again, if, the, if the person they're boxing wanting is cutting and the rest of them are cutting, it's a difficult task. Is, does that make sense? Um, so put over in the chat, if you have any, any follow-ups to that, uh, yeah, the motion I'm telling you, I, I like, I like, we, we run a wheel set where we have guys just kind of cutting through, but I like the, the, a lot of cuts. First of all, zones don't like cuts. They don't like movement. So even if the guy is getting boxed in one is cutting through, if everyone's cutting through, eventually you're trying to find open space. I tell guys it's like running a, it's like driving a truck. You know, if you, if you, if you drive to that open space, drive, drive to where there aren't bodies. That's the same thing with the cutting. Um, and if you do that, then there tends to be a lot, you know, a lot more openings. Um, it's good. It, they, look at it. <laughs> Eric, look at it the, at the, at the other way in the sense that you have a player that, that, <laughs> that they're boxing and wanting that's good. You know, usually it means that they can play if, they're, if someone's willing to do that. Um, that they, you have somebody, um, I'm reading this last question I got from a member here: how to get similar age kids to wait for the cutter before driving. So, um, you know, the driving part of the read and react is great. I sometimes take that away at the younger ages. Um, you know, I I have a variation, which we, you know, our, our read and react is kind of a fist and our, um, when we want to dribble or quote unquote dribble drive, we'll call it like open hand. So I, I kind of take dribble away from them. Otherwise they're always dribbling and we're clogging up that space for the cutting and the read and react. Um, so I hope that, I hope, uh, Steve, that answered all your questions. Um, Eric, you have anything else? I didn't know if this would be a good time. I'm going to try. I'm going to try one-on-one calls next week, and then um, maybe try. I'm going to try some different times for office hours just to see if different times of the day or things work better for people. But um, let me know if you have any other questions over there, and Eric, on the side. All right, let me know, Eric. You can always email me too um, if you have any questions. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this one, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye. Hey, Coach, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a written v- review. We love those written reviews a lot. Um, also, I would ask that you work on your craft, just like we ask our players to work on their craft. Go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. And then if you're going to do any shopping, click that Amazon link down below. Use that. Bookmark that. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.